Well, kia ora and welcome to 2022 and I hope you've enjoyed your uh, time, uh, your, your uh, Christmas and New Year's break with family and whanau and uh, just gathering with friends and uh, just over the festive uh, season and again as, as we begin the new year, the new years, what are they like? They're always really times that are filled with uh, potential, that's why it's called new, it's, it's, it's a new yeah, they're, they're full of potential, for, uh, for the potential of new, new beginnings, new possibilities, a fresh, a fresh start. And that's why people make, of course, New Year's resolutions and so on. And what's a New Year's re- resolution? Some, uh, something, of course, that someone said goes in one year, year and out the other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was my attempt at New Year's uh, uh, humor. In fact, I, I looked up some New Year's uh, humor I thought I'd... I start started off, but you know that the, the jokes out there are terrible. They're just terrible. There was just terrible New Year's humour. I mean, and this was this was this was what was uh, what was there. What's a cow's favourite holiday? New Year's Eve. Yeah, I, I mean, come on. Here's another one. What do farmers grow on January first? New Year's hay. Yeah, that's my response uh, uh, to it. And then the, the one I actually liked, I kind of liked, I, I was like, this is, this is a, a good one, but the message is terrible. The message is naughty. It is how it was going. I, I was going to give up all of my bad habits for the new year, but then I remembered that no one likes a quitter. Come on, that's a good one, right? That's kind of a good one. I, I think it is anyway. And then this, this one kind of got me. It hit me in the heart. I just got convicted as I... As I read it, this one just got a bit real for me, especially after all the festive eating. And uh, it says, at the beginning of the year, I made a resolution to lose 15 kilos, only 20 more to go. Can anybody, uh, can anybody identify with all the eating and all the stuff? But anyway, I pray you've had a great, uh, a great season, a great uh, uh, break. Uh, but, but here we are, here we are at the beginning of 2022, uh, a a new year, as I've said, with new possibilities, new beginnings, a fresh start. And I, the reality is, I know that last year wasn't uh, particularly easy. I, uh, Helen would have mentioned it's a turnaround year. And I, especially in the last service, I said, people were like, oh, so, I don't know. I hope it's going to turn around. I hope and there can be some resistance uh, to that. But can I just say, it's okay to get excited about the year ahead. Yeah. Uh, about three of you. Come on. I said, it's okay to get excited about the year uh, yeah, ahead. I love what the playwright Hilary Di Piano uh, said. She said, you can get excited about the future, the past won't mind. No, oh, I'm going to say that again. Because I, 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 I can say amen to that. You can get excited about the future, the past won't mind. It doesn't matter what's been going on or whatever. We can get excited. And I encourage you uh, to then. Why couldn't this be your turnaround year? Come on, somebody. Why couldn't it be that? For you. So as we move into uh, this year, where, where should we start? Where, where should we start? As a pastor whose gaze is on the horizon at the dawn of a new year, I've been thinking, how, how can I, as, as a pastor, best prepare us, you, as God's people for the year that lies ahead? What can I say? What can I speak to you? This morning, as a pastor, as a spiritual leader, as a preacher, what, what could I say that could build your life? What could I say that could strengthen you and give you courage to face all that will come your way 
this year? What will help you? I want to help you. I'm a pastor. I'm a shepherd. I want to help you. So what will help you with inevitable decisions and choices that you personally or as a family will need to make over the next 12 months? And in that process and just thinking and musing and meditating over the Scriptures, I've, I, I found myself drawn to a particular set of verses and what is known theologically as the wisdom literature. In the Bible, this, the, the, these groups of book, books which are known as the wisdom literature. And I, can I just say, how many of us could do with a little more wisdom? Uh, come on, the rest of us are lying. It's just, come on, we could all do with a little more, or some of us, a lot more uh, wisdom, especially in these days. Uh, so how do we, at the beginning of this new year, how do we, at the beginning of this new year, Attain, understand, grasp wisdom. Where will we find it? Where will we get the wisdom for that we need for the year ahead? And when I talk of wisdom literature, of course, I'm talking about Proverbs. I'm talking about Psalms. It also includes the Song of Solomon, Ecclesiastes, even the book of Job, which really is a book of pain. But that's also included in the wisdom literature. literature. But I'm... I, I was drawn to this particular verse as I, I look to discover where do, we, where do we attain, where do we find, where do we grab hold of, what have we got to do to get the wisdom that we need for this year. And I was drawn to Psalm 111, which is an emergency number, and maybe it's an emergency for you. You, you need some wisdom. But Psalm 111 verse 10 tells us, and this is where I felt drawn to, it tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's the beginning. This is the beginning of the year. We want to be, begin with Him and, and we want to go after wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it, if you're not very good at it, you can practice it. Come on, somebody. All those who practice it have a good understanding. The New Living Translation puts it, this way. It says, the fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. It's the foundation. It's the building block. It's the, the starting, starting point. It's the foundation of true wisdom. So, so, so for me, as your pastor, as your, as your shepherd, as your oversight, this is, I'm, I'm really saying to you, this is the starting point for 2022. If you go, where do I start? Well, this is the starting, this is the starting point for 2022. As you as you begin this year, as you, as you seek to build your life in a way that glorifies God, Scripture reminds us that the fear of the Lord is foundational to that. That the fear of the Lord is, is foundational to attaining and grabbing hold of that wisdom. It's the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 1 verse 7 goes on to repeat it. In another way, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And it goes on to tell us, fools despise wisdom and instruction. And so the challenge to us as believers and as followers of Christ in, in, in this, the challenge to us is in this year ahead, don't be foolish. Thank you for that amen at the back. Don't be, don't be foolish. Anyone here ever made a foolish decision? 
and you want to admit it. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you. I mean, all of us at different stages of our lives have made foolish decisions. Hopefully you haven't made a foolish decision recently. But all of us at times have had those decisions where we've made them and we thought about it and we felt God saying, hey, wait a minute. And you're like, hey, God, leave it to me. I've got this. And then it was downhill from there. How many, how many recognize and I want to acknowledge today those, those decisions? That, that, and the truth is some of us, we're, 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 some of us it just takes days to recover from others, weeks, some months. And for some of you, you're recovering from decisions you made years, years ago. Because we tried to do it our own way. And here's, here's, here's what Proverbs 14 verse 12 says. There is a way that seems right to a man and a woman. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Now, of course, I can, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying this is not the traditional New Year's message, which, hey, you're going to have a great year and everyone's going to be happy. and just it's gonna, we, 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 we don't know, but I'm, I'm trying to help you today. Can, you, can I hear an Amen. I want to help you. I want to lay a good foundation for this year for you. But there is a way that seems right. There is a way that you can think, man, I can just do this. But, but God's saying, no, 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 you need me. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. See, Proverbs 15 verse 16 says, and I can definitely say amen to this. It says this, better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. Oh, that's worth reading again. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. See, the fear of the Lord, Proverbs 15 verse 33 says, the fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom. And we need wisdom. We need wisdom. We need wisdom in every area of life. We need wisdom in our marriages. We need wisdom with our family. We need wisdom with our kids. We need wisdom in our relationships with others, with our employees, with our employers. We need, we need wisdom. We need wisdom certainly in our finances. We need wisdom in our, our businesses. We need wisdom in our jobs. We need wisdom for our health certainly in these days. I mean, but we, we need wisdom, what? To negotiate the complex, ever-changing world that we are finding ourselves in these days. We need wisdom. In fact, really what I'm just saying is we re really need wisdom for any and every area of life. And that begins, that is attained, that is laid hold of, Scripture tells us, with the fear of the Lord. With the fear of the Lord. But what does that even mean? When we talk about the fear of the Lord, what does that even mean? What does, that, what, what does it mean to fear, fear the Lord, fear, fear God? But I, I think it's important that we, 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 we define that, that we, we understand it, that we grasp it, that we understand what it, we mean when we talk about the fear of the Lord or the fear of of God, this is this, this is a term that's actually used quite a lot in Scripture. This is a term that's used quite a bit, and it's used many, uh, many times. Twenty-one times in Proverbs alone. Twenty-one times. So very important that we understand what is meant by it. And uh, again, I've been doing this daily Bible reading with Nikki Gumbel. I don't have enough time to explain uh, who he is, but to say he's a teacher. He started Alpha. If you know what Alpha. 
is, but it's doing a Bible through the year, and he does a devotion. And on the 12th of this week, he actually did a devotion that touched on the fear of the Lord. And so rather than reinvent the wheel, I just grabbed uh, uh, some of the stuff he'd written when he defines the fear, fear of God. And I want to read that to you because it helps bring understanding to us. It says this, the fear of God. This does not mean being frightened of God. This does not mean being frightened of God. Now, listen, I, I, I do have to say here, before I go on, I, I, I agree with that, but a part of it I don't agree with. There's a little bit of it, a little edge, a little part of it. I, I, I think if you just look at it, no, it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean being afraid. No, there is an element of that. You, 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 when, you, when you understand the fear of God, you, you understand there is an element of being afraid yeah. and fearful and sense of the living God. Yeah. The Bible talks about it's a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the uh, uh, living God. And you might say, well, how do you, how do you, how do you know that? And this is not Old Testament, this is New Testament. Je- Jesus said, Jesus, Jesus. This, this, this is not me saying, this is Jesus said. Jesus said, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, I'm sorry, this is at New Year's, it's not the best way to start, but I'm just telling you, Jesus said it. He said, rather be afraid. And can I just say, we need more fear of God in, in today's society. We need more fear of God in the church. Can I hear an amen uh, to that? Not for you guys, but in the other services. I'm just, just telling you, I'm just, just letting you know. But Jesus said, rather be afraid. In the New Living Translation, it said, fear only God, the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. So, so there's an element of that. To say there isn't would, would be wrong. There's an element of, of, of that when we talk about the fear of God. But, but the fear of God does not just mean being frightened of God. It means the opposite. It, it, it is an understanding of who God is in relation to us. It means respect, reverence, awe, honor, adoration, and worship. It's recognizing the power, the majesty, the holiness of God Almighty. That God's not just our buddy. Can I hear an amen to that? He's not just our mate. He is God Almighty. And we've got to capture Capture that. And he goes on and he says this, and I agree with this 100%. The fear of the Lord leads to a healthy respect of God. And listen, and is the antidote to all other fears and phobias we experience in life. In other words, he says, fear God and you need not fear anything or anyone else. Fear God. And you need not fear anything else or anyone else. There's a lot of fear out there these days. I want to tell you, we need to increase the fear of God in our lives. And then he says this, and I think it's profound. He says, it is no coincidence that as the fear of God has decreased in our society, all other fears have increased. Oh, that's true. All other fears have increased. We need, he says, to return to a right relationship with God. Psalm 33, verse 8 says, Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe 
of him. And so really I'm just saying at the beginning of this new year, my brothers, my sisters, in, the, in this assembly of the, the saints, the ecclesia, the called out, called out ones, I'm asking the question among us, I can't tell what the world is doing out there, but I'm asking you the question, especially as we begin 2022, do you fear God? Do you fear God? Do we fear God? I'm not only asking it to you, it's a challenge to myself as well. Do we fear God? Does your, does your life, does your life uh, exhibit, demonstrate a, a, a healthy respect, reverence, awe? When, when, when you're talking with that checkout girl or you're speaking to that person at the, at the petrol station, does your life exhibit, does your life demonstrate? And in, in the parts where other people can't see, do, does your life demonstrate a healthy respect and awe of God? The God whom we profess to worship. Because I want to tell you, fear God and you need not fear anything or anyone else. Good place to say amen. amen. See, Proverbs 9 verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's repeating again from Psalms. It repeats it actually a few times. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. When we really understand who God is, when we really understand how great He is, when we really understand how powerful He, he, he is, we get insight. We, we start to understand what's going, going on. The Amplified Bible, which if you've been around the Bible for a while, you know it squeezes like every possible meaning out of the verse. This is how it explains Proverbs 9, verse 10. It says, The reverent fear of the Lord, that is, worshipping Him and regarding Him as truly awesome, is the beginning and the preeminent part of wisdom. It's the starting point and its essence. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding and spiritual insight. See, Proverbs 3 verse 7 says, Be not wise. In your own eyes. I mean, as we approach this, yeah, you might be thinking, you know, many other plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Listen, here's what it says. As we do that, it will be healing to your flesh. It's not just like, man, we just, oh, God. And, and no, no, it'll be healing to your flesh. Oh, I need healing in my body. It will be healing to your flesh. And, and what? Refreshment to your bones. Got some tired bones, got some sore bones, got some achy bones. It will be refreshment to your bones. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Here, listen what Scripture says. And I know I'm going through a lot of Scripture, but this is church. Amen. We should be going through a lot of, uh, a lot of Scripture. This is not me, me speaking. This is, this is the Word of God. I, I'm giving you tons here that will help you lay that foundation for your year, a good foundation. But here, and listen what the Scripture 
says, let him who has ears, let him hear. Psalm 112, verse 1, it says, bless. You want to live a blessed life? You want, want, want the blessing of God? Blessed is the man who fears the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights. His, his commands are not burdensome. His commands are not, oh man, that's a pain. Oh, I wish I could do this. No, 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 who greatly delights. Do you delight in the commands of God? Because I want to tell you, we need more fear of God in the church. We need more fear of, fear of God in the church. I've seen your Instagram. We need more fear of God in the church. I wasn't going to say that, but then I said it. We need more fear of God in the church. Who greatly delights in his commandments. Psalm 115 verse 13. He, he will bless those who fear the Lord. Both great and small, you might think, well, God doesn't care about. No, 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 you, you've got to understand. It doesn't matter what your status is in society. It doesn't matter what your position is. It doesn't matter but whether you think you're small or great. Those who, who fear the Lord, he will bless. No matter where society puts you or one, no matter what your perceived status in life is. You want to live blessed? Fear the Lord. I'm trying to help you. Pastor Adam, I love you. I'm trying to help you today. Like I say, this is not, this is not me trying to give you, you know, I, I don't want to just come in and go, hey, this year's going to be great. I have no idea what this year's going to be like. I'd just be lying if I just said that. It's going to be awesome. All that. I, don't, I don't know. I just don't know. I'm believing God, let it be a turnaround year. Let it be a year that people turn away from their sin and turn towards God. Come on, somebody. I mean, that'd be a good turn. But he will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. So no matter where you are found in life. Listen to what else the scripture says. The scripture says the fear of the Lord leads to life. You want life? You go, man, I need just life. No, you need life. The fear of the Lord leads to life. And whoever has it rests satisfied. Looking to be satisfied? Our friends, you can chase things all over the place, but it will never satisfy. You're looking to be satisfied? The fear of the Lord leads to life, and whoever has it rests satisfied. He will not be visited by harm. Psalm 34, verses 9 through 10. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him, listen, have no lack. Have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Friend, don't think by following God you're going to somehow be shortchanged. Don't think by following God you're somehow going to miss out on something that somehow, man, oh, they have and we don't. No, friends, those who fear the Lord will have no lack. Somebody say amen, amen. to that. You might feel alone. Well, listen, Psalm 34 verse 7 says, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. You're not alone. You're not alone. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. And delivers them. Proverbs 28. Verse 14 says, Blessed is the one who fears the Lord always, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. Listen, here's what you've got to know. He who fears the Lord, you, Psalm 115 verse 11 says, you who fear the Lord, who trust in the Lord, 
He is your help and your shield. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear the Lord. He is also those who fear the Lord. He's, he, because you fear the Lord, you're protected by a shield. Amen. What does a shield do? It protects you from what? The fiery darts of the enemy, it says in the book of Ephesians. There's a shield. Psalm 25 verse 14 through 15 says, The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him. Want to be a friend of God? It's for those who fear him. And he makes known to them his covenant. Then it goes on to say, My eyes are ever towards the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. Let your eyes be towards the Lord. You're feeling trapped. You're feeling snared. You're feeling like the net of life has caught you up. Listen, Proverbs 29 verse 25 says, The fear of man lays a snare, a trap, a net. But I want to encourage you, let your eyes be on him. Let him pick your feet because you fear the Lord. He will pick, he will pluck your feet out of the net. Let your eyes be on him because his eyes are on you. His eyes are on you. Psalm 33 verse 18. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him. On those who hope in his steadfast love. And can I just say something, even as we begin this new year, uh, again, the Bible reminds us, we used to sing it, the steadfast love of the Lord is new every morning. The steadfast love of the Lord is new every morning. Is new every morning. That was a real quick version of it. It wasn't that good, but it was quick. But I want to remind you today, you might have stuffed up last year. This is a new year. Behold, he's doing a new thing. You might have stuffed up last year. The steadfast love of the Lord is new this year. Can I just tell you it's new every morning? You might have stuffed up yesterday, but it's new this morning. You've got to know that today. You've got to know that. The steadfast love is new this morning. You've got to understand his eye, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him. Fear the Lord. On those who hope in a steadfast love. Psalm 128 says this. I'm going to read it all. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. Do you walk in his ways? I want to say, you want to build your life for this, 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 this season? Do you want to build your life for this, for this 2022? Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed and it shall be well with you. It says your wife will be like a fruitful vine. Just like my wife, you fruitful vine, you fruitful vine, you. Fruitful vine within your house, your children will be like olive, uh, olive shoots around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. Proverbs 14 verse 27 says this. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. It's a fountain of life. I, I don't know what the year holds. Someone said, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. God does. But I know we can begin. I don't know where we'll end, but I know where we can begin. The fear of the Lord will do us no harm. And and, you've got to understand, 
When it says the fear of the Lord is the fountain of life, I just want to encourage you at the beginning of this year, choose life. Choose life. It doesn't mean that all your choices are going to be easy. It doesn't mean all your choices are going to be just like, I, I just follow God and everything's going to, if, if you've been following God for a while, you know that is not, that's not how it works. I God, I'd follow God and everything would be easy. Uh, which Bible are you reading? Not the same Bible as me. No, it, it just means, but, but, but he gives clarity to our way. Jesus had a choice. Not my will, but your will be done. It was not an easy choice, but he did it in obedience to God. We've got to understand the Lord's instruction to us may not always be easy. But if we trust in the Lord with all of our heart, if we lean not on His under, uh, on our understanding and acknowledge Him in all of our ways, He will make our path, your path, straight. It's a fountain of life. And so as your pastor, as, as you begin this year, this 2022, as we seek to build our lives in a way that glorifies God, I, I'm just saying, let this be your starting point. Like I said, I don't know where it ends, but I do know where we can start. Let this be our starting point. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And as I said, we could all do with a little, some of us with a lot. A lot of wisdom, especially as we seek the Lord's direction for the days ahead. Psalm 25 verse 12 says this, Who is the man who fears the Lord? Him will he instruct in the way that he should choose. As we fear the Lord, he will instruct you in the way you should choose. What does godly wisdom look like? Well, we'll talk about that next week. We'll get dig into that a little more. But understand, allow God this in this 2022 to instruct you in your ways. Don't be foolish. Allow your ears to be open. Let us fear and have an appropriate reverence and awe. God is not just our buddy, our mate. He is God Almighty. And when it comes to 2022, 20, he's not nervous. He's not stressed out. He's like, I've got this. Now trust me. Fear me. That's the beginning of wisdom. May that be how we begin our 2022. Would you stand? Lord, we thank you today that we can come to you knowing that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And today we we, we, we just again come with an appropriate amount of the fear of, Lord, of the Lord. We just want to acknowledge, Father, our, 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 where we've fallen short of that, where we have not just taken you for granted. God, we, we today 
God needs your wisdom. We need your wisdom. If anyone lacks wisdom, ask God. We're asking you for, our, for wisdom, for fresh wisdom. And we know it begins with the fear of the Lord. Let us be a people who delight in your commands, who delight in your way. Help us to follow you. Lord, with your instruction, help us to walk in the path you have set for us. That we might be blessed that it might be a fountain of life to us, that it might do us good. This we ask in your name. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And everybody said, Amen.